Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Just like I haven't been talking to you for the past 10 minutes. I know. I'm oh. doing great. I'm in my room, as I'm you can so see. I'm so proud of you that you I don't know why I just said room. Room. It's because you're so Southern. Rome. That's on, not even on, how I say it. On. <laughs> you think I say on weird, and I don't think it's I say on do. weird at all. I don't think so. And I don't think it's Southern either. Either People say that I have a Valley Girl um, accent. That's false. I disagree. You disagree? Wow. I don't think you have a Valley Girl accent. Wow. We love that for me. I just start talking with a real Southern accent. See how everybody feels about it. (laughs) I do that. (laughs) I do that as a joke sometimes. I'm I'm a woman of humor. What can I say? That's so funny. Oh my God. Oh, I know. I'm hilarious. Well, how's your week been? Um... It's been good. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like we haven't really recorded for like yeah, a week it's been and a like half. Over a week, yeah. We're trying yeah, to get on a schedule. Yes. Scheduling yeah. queens. Um <laughs> we're organized. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, totally. I got all my goals from last week, got them all done. I don't think I did <laughs> I didn't. That's <laughs> literally, like, literally my goal. <laughs> like my head is like halfway above water. I'm like <gasps> gasping for air trying to keep up with everything sneak peek for my goals for the week is to actually do the things that i said i would last week (laughs) last week yeah yeah um but no i've been good um how's it been since getting out of your um solitary confinement (laughs) it's been amazing um the weather in birmingham i'm not even gonna try i'm trying not to give away all of my highs and lows but the weather has been gorgeous so being able to be outside has been amazing i bought some new fall clothes which is always a vibe Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to get a better hold on some stuff, so it's been pretty fire. I am very happy you, to be out. Do you, do you feel like you want to do your highs and lows? Yeah, no? you know what? Maybe we should yeah. just go ahead and do the highs <laughs> yeah, and lows. Just do it. <laughs> like, we're already doing them anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess for my high, I did get out of quarantine. It was so yeah. fun. Um, and then, like, immediately after I got out, I went to Trader Joe's and got some fall snacks. Oh. And I just, that is, and sunflowers. And that was, oh, like, just cute. mood booster of the century. Like, you've yeah, never honestly. seen, guys. Um, I got these, like, fall leaf tortilla chips. There's nothing fall about them except that they're in the leaf? shape of a leaf. Oh, okay. Like, the shape of a leaf. Okay. And I thought they were, like, fall leaf flavored. No. Nope. Nah, it's not leaf. Nah. <laughs> Here's these leaf flavored <laughs> tortilla chips for you. No, they're um, in the shape of a leaf, and they're just fun. Then I got stuff for a charcuterie board, and I got this cheese <sighs> that was just so good. All these cheeses at Trader yeah. Joe's are just fire. That has nothing to yes. do with fall, but it was so good. That's okay. Um, so I did that, and the sunflowers are always a good fall thing for everyone. Yeah, um, and then the weather has finally, finally cooled down. It was like, I think the high was like 72 the other day, which I come out in that weather. Come pop off. I hate the heat. Like, I don't know why I live here. I, like, really think I was born, like, in the wrong place. Like, I should have lived in the Northeast. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll just come move into your... as a high or as a low for you is insane. Like, our low <laughs> has been, like, 50. Well, um, that's what the high was that day. But today, I think the low oh, is okay, around that. Okay, th- today, okay. the high is 79. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but weather's finally cooled down. Very happy about that. Um, and... I got asked to do a pop-up this week, which is my first pop-up. So the pop-up exciting. isn't this week, but I got asked to do you it this asked. week. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's October 22nd. Um, 
I'm very, very excited. I've never done one. So I'm so excited to like figure out what I'm going to put on my table. I'm big on like decorating and like yes. aesthetic things as aesthetic, you guys know. Obviously. Exactly. Check it. You have to go check, <laughs> check it. it. Um, check yourself. So I am really excited about that. I have one of my friends who I'm going to like have help me and like work with me. Um, so that's really exciting. So all just really good, big things coming. I feel like the season's changing is just yes. a good time to be here, you know? Good time Definitely. to be alive. Um, and then my low is honestly, it's just been weird to like re-socialize myself after being alone for so long. Like I was alone, alone for two weeks. Didn't see anybody. I don't think I've ever, that's never happened to me before. Like I've I've never been like that before. So seeing everybody, like I would like see people in public and I'd be like, oh, hey, oh, hey. (laughs) Like, I'm just like socially awkward. (laughs) Like what is going (laughs) on? Um, so it's been just a little weird to like re-socialize and try and like balance having to like not go back into quarantine but also like not be in quarantine part two just very interesting times to be in school all of you who are in school know um if you ever need to rant hop in my dms because i will (laughs) rant right back with you um but yeah those are my highs and lows alexis you want to tell us about yours sure okay so um my high i posted about it on my story but we got a tv stand (laughs) And that was just, like, my entire, like, high for the week, honestly. Um, so, Austin and I live in, my boyfriend, um, we live in a one-bedroom, and we've, like, toyed um, with getting a second bedroom, like, moving to a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, a conversation. This is, like, getting so into it. Alessia <laughs> was making fun of me because she said that I can, like, take a topic and just, like, talk about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> Which is okay, very accurate. natural podcasters. Yeah, That's natural, podcasters. natural podcasters. But okay, so um, we were contemplating um, getting a second bedroom, but we just realized with like quarantine, you know, things are kind of like up in the air with literally everything in the world. Yeah. And then also Austin's graduating in December, so we don't know what type of job he's going to get. So like adding Congrats, yes, Austin, so exciting. <laughs> um, very proud of him, but um, like. We don't know what type of job he's going to get. So adding, and in Vermont, rent is so expensive. Like just for our one bedroom apartment, we pay $1,300. Yeah. So a two bedroom would be like minimum 16, more like 18. Yeah. Um, So that's just kind of a lot all at once to like, especially in quarantine, like I said. So anyway, um, one of our solutions was that I have this, had this bookcase that my TV was sitting on and it was originally meant to be in my office, but then we didn't have anything to put the TV on. So I was like lacking storage and I just felt really overwhelmed. Like my office is our living room. So like just everything was like, like I had storage, like art storage in the bedroom and it just wasn't really like a good, um, like separation of, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, like just like motivating and also just not getting overwhelmed and not like, I felt like I was doing a lot of my work in my bedroom, which I just felt like wasn't very productive. Yeah. Um, and so we got the TV stand. My mom actually paid for it for very early Christmas. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I built that and it just has like pulled, I got to like move my bookcase over to the office and all my storage has gone in there and I feel so much more like motivated being in my little office space and then the like living room in general just looks more like adult and then the funny thing was that while oh and that was another thing also is that I felt very proud of myself because Austin and our friend Nate um were helping us build the tv stand and then they had to go to work and soccer and so I had to build it myself 
And um, so I had to build like 60% of this TV stand, like 100% by myself. And then- All right, queen. I know. And then Austin was like, please don't move the TV by yourself. You are 4'11 and three quarters. Like, <laughs> don't do it. But I did it myself. And I literally moved like a, sh- like a whole shelving thing that we have and the bookcases all by myself. And while I was face or while I was um, like building it, I was FaceTiming one of my best friends, Caitlin. And she was like, I'm going to cut my hair. <laughs> recipe for disaster right there yeah and so I was like okay queen like I cut my hair all the time (laughs) and so she like but of course I was like distracted like move like moving my entire living room living room around and like building Mm -hmm. this like large piece of furniture she's like does this look good does this look good I'm like "Uh uh-huh and she ended up cutting like three to four inches of her hair off and had like a full-on mental breakdown and it was just like it's fine now but like she went and got it like professionally cut but it was just like one of the funniest things that I've like ever oh my god so yeah that was pretty much my my high um (laughs) but anyway anyway so for my low um we've talked about this like a little bit but I got a comment I honestly I at first like screenshotted the comment to like send to people of course um to like get their reaction but um I since have deleted it so I don't know I don't remember what it said um but I did get a hate comment and it was while I was at dance what platform Instagram um yeah and um I don't know what I was like I ended up talking to my mom about it that's who who I sent the screenshot to but I was like I don't know why this affected me so much more than it normally does like usually I'm able to like look at like a like it wasn't like out of the like I mean, it's a hate comment, so it is out of the norm, but, like, you know, for a hate comment, it was out of, like, pretty standard, and I don't know, like, or at the time, I didn't know why I was, like, so upset by this, and, like, or, like, why I let it affect me in this way, and then my mom was, like, well, where were you, and I was, like, I was at dance, it was, like, a water break, we had, like, 20 minutes left, my teacher was, like, go get a, go get water, I checked my phone, and this, like, hate comment popped up, and I think it was just, like, when I'm like in business mode or like I'm illustrating and responding to comments or some responding to DMs and I see something like that, I'm like, whatever. And mm-hmm. like able to just like let it go. But the fact for some reason that I was like in my own, especially dance is so like therapeutic for me. Yeah. The fact that I was in my own space and like not expecting that and like I didn't well, yeah. have like business mode activated. Well, it's like, don't mess with me while I'm doing what yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then I ended up like for the first, like I'd say for the next like 10 minutes, I was like, visibly not I was not crying or anything but like Mm -hmm. one of my friends was like what's wrong with you and I was like and I don't know it just it just and then the fact that my mom and it was like that's a vicious cycle because I got upset and then because I was upset I got more upset with myself because I was like why am I letting this like Mm -hmm. this like negative person like affect my life um but yeah I don't know it's it's definitely like a um a journey to um deal with the negativity but it's it's really like in the grand scheme of things and I think that that's another thing is that while I'm like on Instagram and I'm seeing so much positivity when I get one little negative thing it's like whatever but when I go onto my phone and the one thing that I see is just like yeah it's just like you know yeah yeah um 
but yeah, that was my, um, those were my highs and lows, but I guess we'll transition into our topic for today, um, which is Instagram growth, uh, Ooh, like so specifically, yes, yeah, specifically for small businesses and art accounts. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is like a huge topic, really growth. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that it, for both of us, Katie and I, we both get this question so much. Oh, like, so much. Yeah, this so is probably much. my number one question. Number one. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, like, how did you grow? Like, any tips on growing? Um, and so this definitely, like, this will 110% not be our only episode mm-hmm. about growth. We just For sure. kind of want to have, like, a, start the conversation a little bit. Um, but yeah, Katie, do you have anything that you want to start with? Um, I guess I can kind of talk about like how I grew and to sort of give y'all some perspective for those of you who yeah. maybe just started following me or haven't followed me for that long. So I talked a little bit about like how I started my account in the first episode. So I'm not going to like revisit all of that, right. but basically I would say that my growth was pretty, pretty fast. Um, and it was fast in a way where it wasn't like one post blew up and then I got a bunch of followers. Like it's just been steadily very, right. um, like very good growth. So I would say, yeah. So I would say like, I, and as you grow, you're going to start gaining more per day, I guess. Um, so like right. as you get bigger, your growth you is should. going to speed up. Yeah, ideally. Right. Um, and that's what it do- has done for me. But I would say like, so I started really posting in March and then I believe that I hit 10K in May. And okay. then now I'm almost at 50K and it's October. So yeah. May, June, July, October, September. June, July, August, September, October. Yeah. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's been a, a hot minute, but I would say this is pretty on the faster side of growth um, for me. Yes, definitely. And I'm obviously very grateful for that, but just to give some perspective and then Alexis, you want to kind of talk about how your growth has gone? Yeah. Um, so obviously um, I have like, you know, a quarter of Katie's um, following at the moment. Um, but so it's been like a little bit slower for me. I feel like uh, Katie and I started to gain momentum around the same time about mm-hmm. March. Um, yeah. and I don't really remember like days when I hit certain numbers. Um, but Katie had that like first initial, like huge jump, um, from, from March to what'd you say? May? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you went from what, like 500 followers to, to 10,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like pretty huge. Um, I think by May, I probably had like, two or three thousand which mm-hmm. is still very like you know significant um but I feel like um I definitely have seen more um ebbs and flows I, I think than Katie has I feel mm-hmm. like Katie's seen um I mean Katie and I have talked about it like she definitely has two but um since her following is so much bigger than mine it's like her you know low parts are like more consistent with my highs, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, that's fine. That's just like where I'm at right now. But I think that, and this is something that we were talking about um, when we were deciding what to talk about for this episode, we talked a lot about shareable content. And I feel mm-hmm. like um, Katie that's has, what I was about to say. yeah, Katie has, um, that's kind of the difference. Um, not that Katie doesn't deserve like her following. Like she's definitely, she does so much um, and has worked so hard to gain like her following, her following and like get to where she is. But I feel like something that is different with my content, whereas with um, Katie's is that Katie's is so shareable um, and mine isn't really. um, Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm definitely working to get there. And I think that with like, 
portraits. It's an, more of like an illustrator type of um, content. It's hard to find that niche of like what is yeah. shareable because I think, I think portraits and, you know, makeup illustrations and whatever is very shareable within the art community. But outside of the art community, um, you know, just like a random person finding my content isn't going to be like, oh, this picture of Adele, let me share this. Like, maybe they will. But like, compared to Katie with something that's like, you know, um, mental health awareness or registered to vote or like, you know, something that they feel like their followers want to see or should see, Mm -hmm. or they want to just like um, spread awareness about something, a message or um anything I feel like that's more what Katie yeah um, does but yeah you want to talk about that yeah and I feel like this is a good segue to sort of I guess like just a preface like I think it's very apparent with me and Alexis that like numbers aren't everything like we get the same amount of commissions I would say like even Alexis probably gets more than me um and like it's truly like the number on like your following number does not matter like I've seen I think I follow this account and this company called Mother Trucker Hats. She has like 500 followers, but this girl is getting sales out the wazoo. Like yep. it's because the girls who buy them are like, like I bought some, my friend told me about them. And then my friend told her friend about them, friend right. told her, you know? And so um, she literally has 500 followers, but I guarantee you that she is making like bank and like her business is doing really right. well. So um, numbers aren't everything. And as far as Instagram goes, because I think that as an artist on Instagram, it does, like, your Instagram follower slash engagement does matter a little bit more than just, like, a straight small business where that's just a method to get sales. For us, Instagram is also a part of our business, you know? Yes. Um, so, like, it's not like I can just be, like, oh, I'm just going to, like, post on Instagram and then hope for the best, you know? Um, right. But engagement is really where it matters. And that's what, like, I think before I hit 10K, I was, like, number chasing all the time, like trying to get there. But then after I hit TK, I was like, I don't really care how many followers I have. I care how many comments I'm getting, how many DMs I'm getting, how many people actually like my content enough to react to it and to share it and to comment on it. it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And like, that's what I care about because my biggest thing that I'm doing with Instagram is the same way that we were talking about shareable content. This is my marketing side coming out. You have to provide value to people with what you're posting. Like what you're posting should provide some value, whether that's a smile, whether that's some helpful information, whether that's something that they want to put on their wall, whether that's their favorite quote that you just illustrated, um, whether you use their favorite colors and it makes them happy, but you want to provide some sort of value to them because otherwise they're not going to do anything with your content. Um, so that's where like engagement is really, really important. And, um, so much more important than the number. If it's it's like whenever you see accounts with like a hundred thousand followers and you're like, why do they have six likes? <laughs> why do they have literally yeah. six likes? <laughs> and that's either you know bought followers or right. like straight up they just got an unengaged following, which is right. and I think Alexis, um, you can speak to this well, but like I think it's important to build a following of people who like your content, not just build a following. Like build a following of people who are in yes. your niche, like we talked about last week. Like find right. that niche and then build a following within there. That's how you're going to have extremely engaged followers. Right. And I think that this somewhat relates, but um, for me, like, I, I think that I'm definitely on, um, still on a, a journey to find the content that um, I feel like my fault. Follow- 
I don't want to say that my followers don't engage with my artwork. That's like completely false. Like people, you know, very much do. But I think that something that I have been um, contemplating is why am I creating this? Like, Mm -hmm. why am I doing this, you know, illustration of uh, NARS blush and bronzer set? (laughs) You know, like, what Mm -hmm. is the point? Um, And I want to, um, not only do I obviously want to grow my following I'd like to um you know increase that but um and I want people to be engaging with my stuff but I also want to um have a reason to post and I want to um that's why I started the uh series of inspirational women the I love that series so good um and I'm thinking about like other series that I want to start um and that way I just have um more like when someone goes to my page they feel something rather than just like oh that looks good you know and Um, I yeah I think that's so so important and it kind of ties back to what we said last week like if you don't have a reason you're going to be uninspired I know you were talking to me about feeling kind of uninspired before you started this series and then now I feel like you've kind of got that steam back yeah um, definitely I think is really helpful and your followers see it too so yes yes definitely and then also um I think along with um growth uh it's just um engaging with your followers back like don't just wait for people to um start commenting and Mm -hmm. um you know like wait for the followers to drop in like um post on your stories about um like for for example I could post I haven't done this yet this is actually I'm coming up with this idea right now but uh post on my story like what women inspire you you know Mm -hmm. like a a question Mm -hmm. box and get um, get their input, you know, that's not only good for the, um, the algorithm, like analytics, but also, um, it's also just good to have people be engaged, like waiting to see, um, I did like a way back, I did a series of drawing portraits of Disney characters, and that was Mm -hmm. like one of my big, like, people were so engaged with that, like, they were waiting every day to see my next, um, portrait. Yeah, I think it gets people invested. Um, But you did talk about analytics. So I do want to talk about technical stuff. Um, Insights on Instagram. If you don't know how to see your insights, I'm going on Instagram right now so I can kind of walk y'all through it. But so there's insights on individual posts and then there's insights on your account. So for the insights on your whole account, you go to your account page and click the three little bars in the top and click insights and it will tell you all kinds of things. Um, how many accounts you've reached in the past seven days, how many content interactions you've had, how many followers you have currently. And if you click that, if you click all of these, you can see like your growth per day. Um, And it'll tell you followers, unfollowers, which this is a good time to talk about that. Break down. um, You, people will unfollow you every Every day, day. Every (laughs) every single day. Like I'm looking at it. I got, uh, Ooh, baby, Wednesday, September 23rd, I lost almost 90 followers. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> and then 59, 81, 69, 63. Yeah. But I'm still growing. Right. You know, and Katie's a lot, Katie's a lot larger. Obviously, if you have like a thousand followers, you're not going to be losing 90 in a day. You know, <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. I have 13 point something and I lose like an average of like 20 a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And like, it's, it's okay if you're going to be losing followers. Like it's exactly. really, you're, like I, I remember when I, like Katie, you said you were like number chasing. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I first started getting like a larger following, I was like, people aren't following me. Like what the heck? Um, Cause mm-hmm. really before that people weren't really unfollowing me. Um, I mean, they were, but like not to the extent that they were 
when I started gaining a yeah. larger following, but that's just because I was getting a larger following. So like, yeah. I was getting more follows than I was getting unfollows. So, and I think like what we were saying about building an audience that's engaging with you, the people who are unfollowing you are not the people who yeah, are commenting you on your stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Like all of the people who are actually commenting on your stuff, sharing it, they like your stuff. They're not unfollowing you. People that are right. unfollowing you are people who either might've just followed you by accident or realized they don't like your content anymore, which it's not right. hurting you for them to be gone anyway. Right. Um, and then you can also find your, um, your top posts on your insights and like through by reach or whatever, and your top stories. And then that's for the past seven days. If you go to an individual post, if you're a business or creator account, you click view insights right under the post. That'll tell you your likes, your comments, your shares, your saves, how many people visited your profile from that post, your reach, um, actions taken from the post. So like my most recent post has 249 profile visits and seven website clicks. Um, and then it'll tell you how, like how you got impressions, like where the impressions came from and mm -hmm. how many, like what percentage wasn't following you. So for my recent post, it was 18% weren't following me. I gained 11 follows from this post. Um, and then my most like most people saw it in their homepage. A bunch of people saw it from hashtags, then explore, and then other, which usually means shares. Um, right. But this just kind of, I like to check this on certain posts to see like, oh, a lot of people are saving this, like they really like this, or yeah. a lot of people are sharing this, they really like this. Um, and it just kind of gives you like a general idea of what people like. Um, right. and, and you can compare one yeah, type exactly. of post to another. We'll see which one people are engaging with more. Exactly. And I do feel like sometimes with this, it can be a little bit hard to get bogged down in the numbers. Like sometimes I look at this, yes. especially the shares and I'm like, okay, shit, like this is not yeah. good. Right. Like, you know, right. this is, this post isn't doing well. And it's been happening so much recently. Like I'll post something and then immediately be like insights, insights, insights. Like I have to check the insights right now. Um, and it's can get a little bit unhealthy, but I think if you're using it for the right reasons and kind of reminding yourself, like, I'm just doing this to better my business and, and make my followers, right. like make things my followers right. love, um, that it can be really helpful. And then one more technical thing. If you click the little three dots on the top of a post, you can click view story reshares and see everybody that shared your post to their story. A ton of people don't know that you can do this, but like when you what? click I it, didn't know you could do that. You didn't? No. If you what click the, the little three dots, click view story reshares, it shows you everybody who shared your post to their story. What the heck? Yeah. That in, if they didn't, didn't tag know you. That. Isn't that crazy? That's so cool. Yeah. That's wow, one of my favorite things. That's one of my favorite things to see because um, if people don't tag me, I like to see like how they shared my content and like right. if they added any little words or anything, it's just nice to see. Um, and sometimes it just makes me feel good about myself, which sometimes you just need a little you know, yeah, I wish I knew that earlier to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah. So like, as when you click insights, you'll see the number and then you can go and see who shared it as right. long as they have a public account. Right. Um, so yeah, that's my little technical Instagram little tutorial for you guys today. Yeah. Um, we also got a few questions about hashtags and like mm -hmm. our opinions on hashtags and like how to use them. Um, and I definitely, uh, I, don't, I feel like we, this is like a larger hashtags in general is like a larger topic and yeah. um getting shadow banned i was shadow banned um maybe we can talk about that in next week's podcast um or just one in the future but um just like my little spiel on hashtags is um you are allowed to have um 30 mm -hmm. and um you're allowed to have 30 and then um but you don't really want to be using all really yeah um it's 
it, it's it's hard to say because sometimes like you can use learning and it like works well for you but um with the instagram algorithm they are trying to detect bots mm -hmm. really and that's where you're gonna get shadow banned um and so you explain want explain what shadow banning is okay um shadow banning is basically when instagram thinks that you're a robot and they stop showing your feed um to, or your posts to people on the top of their feed. So um, if let's say when I was shadow banned, um, people would go through and like, if they're on their Instagram feed, just like scrolling, they're not gonna see my post. Yeah. Like just straight up aren't. Um, and then also when that comes to hashtags, um, if you are shadow banned, or once you get shadow banned, your hashtags won't work anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and one way to like find out whether or not you're shadow banned is if when you do your analytics or insights, if you don't see any numbers on your hashtags, that means that it's not 100% guaranteed that you are shadow banned, but there's like, a, you know, a likelihood that you yeah. might be. Mm -hmm. um, but with hashtags, anyway, I want to get out of the shadow ban conversation because I feel like that's a whole other topic. But mm -hmm. um, you want to be doing using hashtags that are relevant to relevant. Um, is so yeah, important. relevant is really important. But then also, also, um, <laughs> you want to be um, using ones that are um, like varied in size. Yeah, um, yeah. So you, um, when you search a hashtag, my suggestion, I have like a note. Um, like in my phone, like on my notepad app mm -hmm. um, with different hashtags for different um, like things that I post about. So I have like one for makeup, I have one for um, portraits, I have one for small business. And when you go into like, you can either do this when you're typing in um, your hashtags onto your post, but also you can search them. I suggest searching them before you use them. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see however many like posts are in that hashtag mm -hmm. and what would you say is like a good number well i'm about to go off for a second about my marketing classes um <laughs> this ahead. is like mini marketing professor so that's called tail length um like however many posts there are so there's long tail hashtags which have a lot of posts short tail hashtags that have very few so the ideal thing for you to do is have a couple that have a ton of posts so like a few that have just a ton of posts in there, a couple that are very, very specific. So even if it was like your username, like right. something that like, you know, or, or something a little more broad, that's just like very specific to that post, um, mm -hmm. a couple of those. And then, um, yesterday I was talking to my professor and she said like 20,000 is a good, like, it's mm -hmm. not like somebody owns yeah. that hashtag, but it's also not huge. Like you're never going to be seen. So right. um, that's a good middle ground, but you, you can definitely benefit from having a couple of really, really, really big hashtags and a couple yeah. of, a couple of smaller ones and then kind of vary in the middle. Um, but if you're interested in like actually researching all of that, look up like hashtag tail length, not hashtag tail length, like the hashtag, but like <laughs> hashtag the word space tail length. Um, so yeah, that would be if y'all want to like look more into that. Um, but I've learned about that in a lot of my classes. So I would say kind of varying it is pretty important. Yeah. And how many do you think that they should be? I stick to around like between 15 to 20. I honestly think that that's probably good because doing exactly 30 every time makes you look like a bot. Yeah. Like, yes, definitely. And also you yeah. need to be varying the ones. That oh, yes. Because that's, I'm pretty sure actually I know that that's how I got shadow banned was I was using 30 and mm -hmm. I was using like not exactly the same but like 15 of my hashtags were exactly the same every single yeah time. so I use like 
Um, I kind of have some that are, that are on every post, um, yeah. the sort of vague ones. And then for the like specific, the short tail ones, like I was talking about, I'll vary those because those should be pertaining to the post anyway. Right. So those should naturally vary. And then I also have like a couple, like you said in notes, I have a couple of different options that I'll just kind of like pick from, um, yeah. that I know like, oh, all of these perform decently well. So picking right. and choosing isn't going to affect how, how I do. Um, and also another thing with hashtags is so random. Like sometimes your post will just end up at the top of a hashtag and you're like, how? Yes. Yes. It can be very random. Yeah. And sometimes you'll look at your insights and it'll be like most of your, of your, or of your engagement came from hashtags. Like hashtags. Yes. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of random, but as long as you are consistently seeing interactions or insights that are telling you people are finding your posts from hashtags, at least a, at least a decent amount um, of your your total insights come from hashtags, then you know those are good hashtags. And then sometimes you'll have a really good day and it'll just kind of blow up. Um, yes. But, it can be very yeah. random at times. Oh, very. Yes. Um, and just like wrapping up like our growth conversation for the episode, it's just that um, the algorithm is so tricky, especially mm-hmm. on Instagram. You know, it's not like TikTok where you can just like randomly blow up huge, yeah, exactly. get like a million. Like it is more, um, you, I mean, that's kind of cro- contradicting what we just said with hashtags that some can blow up, which is very true. But overall on Instagram, it is very tricky. Um, so don't get, and the two of us have been very lucky Um and so don't get like super bogged down if things aren't working, like just try mm-hmm. new things. Um, and yeah, also all this, about trying things. Yes. Just try new things. And also um, one of our friends left Instagram for a little while and came back and she was telling me, she's like, it is so much harder on Instagram right now than it was like a few months ago. And yeah. it's very true. Like, that is, it so comes in waves. Like yes. me and Alexis, like I'll be like, girl, my posts are doing so bad. And she'll be like, yep. mine too. You yep. know, like it's like. Yep. And, or in our group chats too. Yeah, we'll say exactly. like, have you, have you guys been noticing this? And yeah. everyone will be like, yes, yes. Like when, when my engagement is down, everybody in the artist community seems like yes. their engagement is down as well. And I think yes. it's like, just people are going back to school. The yep. people that Time you. Time of year. Yeah. And like, there's so many things that have to do with it. So don't always blame yourself and absolutely never think that because you didn't get as many likes on a post that it's not good content. That's not true. true. It just like, it could mean only a certain amount of people saw it. Instagram only put it on this many people's feed. Um, so definitely do not take likes or follows to mean anything about your worth or your talent. It doesn't. Um, and obviously growth is a good thing and there are things you can do to help it. But honestly, the biggest thing for me just to lay down all my stuff on the table is being authentic. People will, yeah, people need to connect with you. That's how you get a follower and right. retain a good engaged follower who cares about yes. you and your content. Just yes. be authentic. Give them a reason to follow you and continue exactly. following you. And like, I, we've also learned in marketing, like it's so much easier to retain a donor, a follower at anything than it is to gain one. So once you get yeah. them, it is your job to keep them there. So doing what, like making them feel connected to you and making them like, when they see your stories, they're like, oh, I want to watch that. Or when they see your post, they're like, oh, that's Katie or oh, that's Alexis. Um, And like, I care about them. I, you know, that's one of my favorite creators. Um, Retaining them is, is a lot easier than gaining them. So make sure that you try to do that once you get them. Yes. Good. Wow. I feel like we had a good little convo. (laughs) I know. How fun. Um, Okay. Well, I have some random questions from our Instagram question boxes, which y'all kind of went off this week. There are some good questions. Yeah, we love the questions. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the first one is from Sadie and she says, 
chocolate milk or strawberry milk? Alexis, you can start with your trash answer. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, Katie literally bullies me. Like I'm <laughs> I'm honestly scared. Um so okay. <sighs> See now I'm nervous to answer this. <laughs> I already know your answer. Um Just strawberry say. milk. <laughs> No, I like, I, okay, I like chocolate milk a lot, but I love, um, strawberry shakes. So, like, I, it's, okay, shut up, I would just never choose anything strawberry flavored over anything chocolate flavored Uh, ever. Okay, yeah, I do love chocolate, but, like, you guys know, like, pink drink is, like, my thing, and then, like, uh, a strawberry shake at like McDonald's or there's this like shack in Vermont that has like it's like an ice cream shack and um, go to the shack to get my milkshake yeah and <laughs> um and yeah their strawberry shakes bomb so, okay yeah. well I think chocolate milk and I will back up cool. myself cool. <laughs> Katie's so basic that is so rude um <laughs> I think that I love fruit Like I am always like, I'll always pick like a fruit tart over like a chocolate mousse kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm not big on like strawberry flavored, like things things that aren't strawberry. Um, I mean, strawberry would be my favorite flavor of like artificial fruit flavors. Mm -hmm. But um, I like, I just would never pick, like if I'm going have some ice cream or like something like that, I'm going to get like a chocolate and I want there to be cookie dough in it. I want there to be brownies in it. Um, but I guess as far as milk goes, I don't really drink milk that often anyway. Me either. Um, I'm lactose intolerant. So really yeah, this But the idea of strawberry milk to me. literally nauseates me. Like that makes me want right. to, that makes me want to bomb. Um, I just think about those milk bags from elementary school. Did y'all have okay, milk bags? Okay, those definitely chocolate. But like, <laughs> uh, but like. If There's I a separation the, here. Yeah. It, like milk, milk, I would say probably chocolate, but like shake, strawberry. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Should we move on from this? Yeah, like, we can move on. I'll stop. Awful topic. Okay. <laughs> um. So Jazz asked if we are morning people or night people. I think that this is a complicated question for me because Same, actually. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I if I wake up too late in the morning, I feel like trash. I feel unproductive. I feel upset. I feel mm-hmm. <laughs> upset. I'm like, I woke up too late. <laughs> Um, but I just like, I really do like being up in the morning, not crazy early. Like I I would say I try to wake up like around in the eight hour at some point in the eight hour, Mm -hmm. um, especially when I'm at school. But as far as nights, like I would rather stay up talking to my friends at night. I would rather like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. create at night. I feel most productive at night, but in the morning, like I don't want to sleep too late. So I guess in that case, I am a night person. Um, like I would rather stay up late than wake up early. Um, but I also am not the kind of person who's going to like sleep till noon. Like that makes me feel like trash. So yeah, I am like pretty much like exactly the same. I, um, my mom, when I was little, used to call me a stay up stinker. Um, cause <laughs> I would always try to like stay up super late and Austin, I've talked about it on one of the episodes about how Austin like stays up so late. And that's like naturally how I am too. He definitely can stay up later than I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will stay up super late and like be super happy about it. And yeah. like you said, like I, um, I kind of like get more into the zone, like mm-hmm. creatively in the night. Um, but then if I were to sleep in and if I don't like get up and like have a day, I feel or like 
I feel like I've wasted my day if I don't get up early enough. Um, And I feel like business-wise, like doing business stuff, um, I feel more productive in the morning, Um, like recording the podcast or like recording my business expenses, doing stuff for Etsy. It's like admin stuff. Yeah, admin stuff I need to be doing in the morning because otherwise I'm just not going to do it. But creatively, like I – stuff for my Instagram, like – Doing it in the morning, absolutely not. Like, no, I, I can't. can't no, yeah. I agree. So, I feel like yeah. we're pretty similar there. Yeah, pretty um, similar. Okay, so last question is from Alessia, of course. Of <laughs> she's, course. I feel like we're in, every week is gonna literally an Alessia question. <laughs> she, she submitted like 17 questions. I was like, okay. Um, so Go she off. said a skill you don't have but would love to have. Okay, should I start? Yeah, you can start. Okay, this is embarrassing. Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so um, growing up, I really only did dance, and I was like a super, super stubborn child, so my mom was like, tried to get me to do sports, and I did like a summer of soccer and like hated it, Um, so she didn't really push me to do sports, and I really like wish I had, Um, and so (laughs) Katie's laughing because she already knows I told her about this, (laughs) Um, but in quarantine, like full-on quarantine, um Austin and our friend Nate who like basically lives with us um he they both taught me how to catch a ball (laughs) (laughs) god um because I literally like they would like like fake throwing things at me and I'd literally scream because I was like (laughs) terrified (laughs) of like things being thrown at me so they were like okay and Austin had um gotten me this like weird little like ball thing at an airport that sounds so weird oh, um, sweet. <laughs> maybe I'll post about it on the story because that sounds so random but um but yeah so he started like throwing this ball at me and eventually they were like okay we need to like teach you how to catch a ball so you're not like screaming um and so I would like stand in the kitchen and they'd like sit in the living room and I'd just like th- throw like we'd play catch basically yeah. during like peak of quarantine and I've actually gotten like pretty good so so proud of you so your skill is that you would like to be improved at throwing the ball it's (laughs) not (laughs) just like sports in general I guess like I I really have like little interest in sports but I wish that I had like I wish that I um I wish that I cared (laughs) fair enough about fair enough yeah um okay so my skill that I don't have but would love to have is I would love to be able to play any instrument. I'm currently teaching myself guitar. So if y'all don't know, like I sing, I, I was in musical theater in high school and I don't really like do anything with my singing now, but I do like I can sing and I, and I like to do it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being able to play an instrument is just like a natural way to like make your singing, like, you know, be able to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, what else am I going to do? Just like sit here in my room and sing like, no, <laughs> turn on the YouTube karaoke's and go off. <laughs> um, but being able to sing has really made me want to be able to play an instrument. So I'm teaching myself acoustic guitar right now, and I'm wow. about trash at it. Um, so I would love to just naturally be able to, like, like know how to play guitar um, mm-hmm. or any other instrument. Guitar mm-hmm. mostly. I'm just very big on the guitar. Um, mm-hmm. So that would, that would be my skill that I would love to have. Um, but I don't, sadly. But coming soon, maybe. Um, and then I guess that's a good segue into my goal. So... <laughs> I can start with my goal um, or with my goals. My personal goal for this week is to practice guitar every day. So um, I just want to at least 
practice for a little bit every day because I've like been learning quote unquote guitar for like two years or like over two years. And like, I just didn't play for like six months. And then I left my guitar here over quarantine. And then it just like, I've just been set on and off and like, I could be good by now if I actually tried. Um, but I just want to practice every day because I don't need to be professional. I just would like to be able to like a party party trick um (laughs) kind of situation um so I just want to practice guitar every day and actually make myself do that because it also Mm -hmm. calms me down a lot um yeah I've been pretty anxious lately escape yeah um and then my business goal I just have (laughs) I have written down literally someone forced me to launch the mugs (laughs) and I did launch the mugs so I already did that I launched them this morning um I literally was just like I'm scared they're gonna break in the mail but like when am I not gonna be scared that they're gonna break in the mail right. so I may as well just just, launch them. yeah um also I've talked to Alexis about this a little bit my Etsy's kind of like not doing great right now which is upsetting obviously um it was really popping off for a while and then I kind of like ran out of stock of everything and haven't really been able to keep mm-hmm. up and so I finally restocked like my bestseller and it's just not really like selling the way that it was mm-hmm. um and I think there's a lot of things that have to do with that um but I would love to get that back going and sort of ramp it up for like the holidays um yeah, I think definitely. start planning for Christmas too that's yes, another goal yeah, but I'm scared. not this week's goal um and <laughs> then also prep for the pop-up I'm like I said I was really excited um you know, to figure out what I'm going to put on my table and everything. So I want to prep for that so that I can feel prepared and have a lot of time to make sure it's as cute as it can be. So I can sell some cutie things to everybody. Yes. Um, so yeah, those are my goals. Alexis, you want to tell us about yours? Um, well in the very beginning (laughs) of this episode, I kind of, um, hinted that I did (laughs) not get the stuff that I (laughs) was going to get done, done earlier. So, um, I want to try and hold myself accountable for that. Um, I have um, the the bio for the teaching things still to do. I have like some other um, more admin type stuff that I just need to get done. Um, so hold myself accountable. Hopefully let's all pray that next week I am coming back and saying that I got all that done. Um, and then my personal goal, um, one of my best friends from high school is um, coming to visit. She's from, uh, she lives in New Hampshire and that's mm-hmm. one of the states that like can travel. Um, so she is coming to stay with us for the weekend and I'm like so excited. Fun. Um, yeah. To get to see her. Um, and just, I want to, um, well also one of our friends, um, is he, he did live in Boston, but then, um, when, uh, COVID hit, he moved back to Vermont. Um, but he's moving back. And so we did get like the summer with him but he is moving back so just like this week and he's moving back uh saturday or sunday maybe um so really just the overall theme is um friends and like um being able to really uh disconnect i guess from the business for mm-hmm. like a little while like really spend time um with my friends like while i can while i get to see them yeah um, and not be so like you know glued to my phone and yeah, like for sure. my iPad. Don't bring my iPad everywhere, which I always do. It's like connected to me. Yeah, literally. I like go to like a friend's house and I'm like, here's me and my iPad. I'm like a psychopath. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, be sure to leave us a rating, a review on wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, which is Katie Creative Co. and AlexisAdams.co. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.